to another episode of the Pod Squad, the only squad-based gaming and media news podcast around. I am your host, the original BTC, aka Brando the Commando. Thanks for listening. We have a lot to t- get into, but first, let's introduce the squad. Up to bat is the bat himself, the lovable, smooth bass playing JT. What's up, man? What's up, dude? That was that was that was a sexy intro. I like that uh, one. You know, smooth, <laughs> lovable bass playing. Also in the house, we have Joshua, a.k.a. the Snipe God himself. What's going on, dude? Going fantastic. Very cool. Also, confused to be here is not Micah, who may or may not also go by Micah. What's going on, my guy? Well, you know, happy to be here, living life. A little confused as well? A little confused. A little confusion. Yeah, you know. Around, you know. All right, so let's start our weekend review. Guys, what you've been playing, what you've been doing? I finished a book. Finished two books actually. Finally, you and finished now, a book. Congratulations! How was I know, right? Book? I actually haven't read that book. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out in front of God and everybody, my guy. Dang! No, oh, that I, was uh, such a good joke. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of myself right now. Like, just pat spent, yourself on the back. Spat that out, dude. What would you, you read? Um, it was called the 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 first one was called Chain of Gold. And the second one was called Chain of Iron. Uh, it's set in the Mortal Instruments uh, universe. Uh, it's a sequel to the prequel, but it's before the main books. So it's like it's, it's a, a prologue. Uh, sure, um, <laughs> but the problem is, I w- I found the second book at Walmart just randomly one day, and I was like, I'm buying that because I like the universe. So I bought the set the first book on my iPad and read through it um really really fast because that's just how life goes and then i finished the second one and now i'm in a book hole and i don't like it (laughs) you should try charles webb there you go (laughs) i might have that on my bookshelf like real talk right now i'm not even gonna lie so we'll see it's a good one to have in the library um but other than that just warzone it's not been very nice to us like at all (laughs) warzone giveth and she taketh away but I did pull out the kilo, though. There you like, go. That's my boy. After, How's it going? It's a freaking laser. I forgot how easy to use that gun was. It's not yeah. the most powerful anymore. No, um, no. But well, it, it definitely was. it definitely holds its own. And I, I feel like I can mm. join into ranged gun battles again with it. It's it's nice. Yeah, it's kind of, an, kind of a weird thing about it is that it just has such good range and accuracy that even when they're, you know, 100 meters out, you could take pretty good shots of them, which is not horrible. Like, it makes me question why I used the Krig for so long. Like, I went back to the Krig one game, and I was like, this is, this is booky, bro. That, that's what, you know, you guys were telling me. The Krig, check out the Krig, and every time I picked up one of your guys' builds, I'm like, man, this jumps like a mother, but I didn't want to be rude. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is fine. Quickly pick up my kilo back. Like, <laughs> like it was like, you know, I just, it wasn't my thing. I just like very smooth and accurate shooting guns. Uh, I actually noticed the M60 got a buff. That M60 shoots super s- smooth and flat now, which is really bizarre. Yeah, I didn't uh, notice that. Yeah, kind of weird. I'm kind of like, I know it sounds crazy. I'm not tempted to make a build for it. Just you would, though. Now, now that it shoots kind of smooth, it's kind of actually like I actually can do some damage to people. So It is still slow, for sure. Yeah, it is still slow. I, I'll probably regret it once I do it. But Joshua, you're up next. What you been playing this week, buddy? Warzone, like I was saying, JT or like JT was saying, um, it hasn't been nice to me at all recently. I've been getting like high kill games, but we just have not been able to pull out the dub. We've gotten top ten, I don't even know how many times. But uh, say me, Micah, brother, and uh, actually my cousin, um, we actually pulled out a dub earlier today. And wasn't too bad. It was like a twenty-six kill game for which for us is good. Yeah, yeah. So. Dude, we've got I've gotten second place so many times this week Same dude. Actual actual second place. Last time that it happened, I walked into a room with three people and I was behind them and I tore up two of them and I couldn't get the third kill and it just we basically lost a second later. Like it was crazy. Micah was in that game actually. And speaking of Micah, what you been playing this week, dude? I'm not even gonna lie. I played through <clears throat> I played through ninety five percent of the Halo three campaign in one sitting. Very cool. How was it? Uh, super enjoyable. Mm. Um, I'm I'm super excited to finish it. Uh, I've been I've been sick a little bit, so I've had a lot of time on my hands. So, 
between but more Warzone. than more than you already did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so between uh, still playing some Halo, really enjoying that. Uh, got back into some more Battlefield One, really been enjoying that, and then Very obviously nice. Warzone with the boys. Yeah, I, I really wish I could join you guys in Battlefield, but unfortunately my computer sucks. But we're we we are due for a Warzone. Especially Micah and I. Like Micah got a one earlier, apparently. Him and I are due for a win. We haven't had one together in a while. And so are you and I, JT. But Micah and I have gotten so close so many times. It's just it's insane. It's Very, unfair at this point. It's just, yeah, it's like the game is just taunting us. Like, second place? Oh, snipers everywhere. It's like, no. And I know, I know this is like probably common knowledge to a lot of people, but really only until recently have I paid more and more attention to it. But it pisses me off. How some Warzone streamers get like A plus treatment from their stream snipers. Oh yeah. Like it has been multiple I don't want to name drop, you know, because I'm really not trying to like, you know, call anybody out because it is what it is. Like, you know, it can't stop it. But there have been multiple streams that I've been watching now where they, they're playing trios or quads and they're down bad. Like three of them are dead, one's alive, and all of a sudden, this friendly stream sniper comes along with a literal, I can't make this up, drops $50,000 in front of them. So they get to buy all their teammates back, two loadouts for everybody. And I'm like, I wish I had that kind of treatment. Somebody flying on a helicopter, bring me, you know, a satchel, some kill streaks, 50 grand. Like, come on. Like, it's like, I'm not trying to not... say that they win more games because of that, but they definitely won that game because of that one person. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like technically not cheating. About. Yeah, it's technically not cheating, so you can't actually get mad at it. But at the same right. time, it, it, it is ruining the fun for other people. I mean, I haven't come up with that many streamers personally, as far as in-game goes. I usually get... I usually die to stupid things like boxes falling on me and teammates running in trains. <laughs> I was actually going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, so we, I don't so, remember. I'm a total we were public safety announcement. Yeah. We, were, we were playing with JT's cousin and his friend. Um, so no, actually, it may have been you. Know what it was? No, I think it was, it was just me, you, and Rome, dude. It was just yeah. It was just your cousin. His friend hadn't joined us yet, and so it used to be when you dropped a loadout, you could go under it. It didn't kill you. Um, for a while, it would kill you, and they took it out for a while, for quite a long time, like a full season almost. <clears throat> so I'm sitting there. I didn't know they put it back in the game. I'm we're sitting there trying to get our loadout, and I'm pretty sure there's a team like right across the way. And I go to stand under the loadout, and it falls right on me, and I just die, and I just get real quiet. And I'm like, so that's <laughs> back in the game. And so <laughs> they're like, what? Yeah. And so I, I, I. Wasn't wasn't that the game that I cleared an entire building by myself? That was, and to continue that game, so uh, JT actually, I think he actually ended up buying it. We actually got bought back by 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 your cousin Roan. Um, but then it was just you and I because he died, and so we dropped in, and I forget the, I think it's an off map area, um, like it's not named if that makes sense, and it's basically this there's this giant tower and a couple smaller buildings, and it's, it's spread off outside of array, and I'm I'm playing like garbage anyway, and so there's a full team. A full three-man team on top of that thing, and JT just goes distract them. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> so I just start shooting randomly, randomly. Like I fire three shots, and I kid you not, that those three shots, the whole team just turns on me and lasers me in three seconds. And I'm like, oh, I'm dead. One of them hops down and jumps towards my stuff. They don't expect JT, so JT climbs up the stairs, and he's peeking the door because now I'm watching him because I'm dead. They both run across the door. He throws a flash. Runs out there, melts both of them, kills them. Then he just sits there and looks at the door at the left, waits like five, like ten seconds, and then the teammate runs up like, what, "What's going on up here?" And then just lasers him. Team up, team wiped the whole team. It was amazing. It was like, why can't you do this all the time, dude? <laughs> <laughs> to put it, to put it how Jacob put it, JT do be getting sweaty at random times. <laughs> you're a wild yeah. card, dude. I do notice you. You actually you get really into it when you when you play with your cousin Bread or uh, yeah, Roan. Excuse me. So. Roan is actually not my cousin. Oh, I, they, right, Red is my right. cousin. Ro, yeah, Ro, but Roan, I mix the two. He's up, yeah. basically family at this point, anyway. Yeah, they but, talk, they talk like an old married couple, so it confuses me which one actually <laughs> is the family person or not. They really do. I'm not even joking, y'all. Like it's kind of crazy. It's hilarious. They've known each other for years. Right. It's like one, it's one of those friendships, you just you just sit on the outside and you're like, man, these guys just like love each other. It's amazing. so. But I don't I don't know what it is. Like I I personally don't like the way they go about. Warzone, they they chase yeah. recons and uh, scavenger contracts, right. and I yeah. just drop it and I just play. And pushing vehicles a lot, I've noticed too. Um, but <laughs> what 
I play with them, I'm like, all right, this is how it's gonna go. So I do it and I just adapt. And and they Improvise. Exactly, yeah. adapt and overcome. <laughs> they they push a different way than we do when we play. They are mildly more aggressive in some situations and more passive in others, so mm-hmm. it lends itself to my gameplay. Um sometimes. But I, I don't know, dude. I guess it's I, I, like yeah, I said, I just get twenty at random times. I, I think it is. You, I think it's you're aiming to, you to impress because you're playing with people you don't normally play with all the time, like, right? And I think you don't want to. You don't want to be the person who's ruining the game. So what I think it is, I think you just focus up more because you're trying to impress. Like that's, and I say that in a good way. Like that's that's the vibe mm-hmm. that I got, which is totally cool. And you know, we've we've gotten we've gotten a couple wins with them before. So I mean, okay. yeah. Keep I'm sorry, it, I'm not trying to impress you guys. Jeez. Yeah, that's what it is. Joshua, <laughs> Mike, he's like, screw you guys. I'm like, I gotta impress my cousin over here. So, well, I played another game this week besides Warzone. I have been playing Pokemon. Won't lie. Pokemon. Pokemon uh, as, uh, as my grandfather always used to call it. The Pokemans? You're going to go catch the Pokemans? <laughs> um, used to say it all the time. I'm like, Grandpa. Poppy. I called him Poppy. It's, it's Pokemon. And you'd always say, oh, Pokemon. Always would say it to mess with me. But no, I, I, my, you know, I bought my wife a Switch for Mother's Day. Um, and we picked up Let's Go Pikachu. And I won't lie, I'm pretty sure I'm the one mostly playing that game. Maybe I got it for me. Won't tell anybody that, though. <laughs> um, but no, I'm getting the, in, just into the the whole thing again, just playing Pokemon, building a team. Uh, so that's been a lot of fun. Um, it's kind of weird, though, because you, you get a po- you get Pikachu as like a starting Pokemon. He can't evolve, but he's also like overpowered. What I, what I mean by that is like since he can't evolve, the game gives him a natural boost and he can learn like weird moves. Like he can learn like water type moves and flying type moves. You can give them clothes. It's it's very weird, yeah, but it's a lot of fun. So I'm enjoying that. Um, played probably a couple badges worth. I played, you know, probably a quarter of the game just just sitting there late at night, couldn't sleep, and just sitting there playing that. So that's been pretty cool. And on top of that, I also played a game of Stellaris yesterday. And I don't know if you all ever played that game, but Stellaris is basically like a space game where it's like for a space game. You're a space game. Um, basically, all these aliens and yourself, you basically make a civilization and you expand in space. And the thing that we've noticed is every space civilization hates us. So we've, we, you know, every time I play this, everyone's just like, you know, you know, we hate you. So I don't know why everyone's so hateful in Stellaris, but that is what it is. So word of the day, it's aliens and they hate humans. Um, but that's it. Besides that's getting Warzones, right. getting due for for a dub here pretty soon. Uh, I think that's it for for me in my end. So <clears throat> pretty cool stuff all around. You guys ready to get some ready to get into some stories? Absolutely. All right. First up, um, this is a story that's been going on. This is from Game Rant. Um, some stuff going on with Doctor Disrespect. As everyone knows, Doctor Disrespect had left, gotten booted off Twitch for unknown reasons. And since then, he's been streaming on the YouTube gaming service. Um, there's been some comments made by him, basically, where he was criticizing the YouTube platform. And it seems to be there There might be some evidence that YouTube either, is either might be meeting with him or paying attention to what he's saying. And he's, compl- he's complained about issues like the fact that um, YouTubers can't take screenshots or, of streams. Apparently, that's not a feature you can do. Things, th- things that are basically available to other other streaming services that are standard. They're not really there on YouTube right now. Um, and have you guys watched a lot of YouTube streaming? I've I'm watched just... like one Doctor's Disrespect stream just yeah. to see. Not my speed, but it looks like any other streaming service outside of what he's complaining about, I guess. Yeah, well, I've watched a little bit of it. I don't watch a whole lot of YouTube streaming. I will say that it doesn't seem as as fresh as like Facebook or Instagram streaming. Um, I don't think always the speed is there, and I do think there's some weird features that aren't there. Like a feature that he mentioned is the fact that comments were open to basically everyone. There was no subscriber only comment section, right? Right. And that, that's yeah. pretty much standard on a lot of places like Facebook. You can do that Twitch, you can do that, or at least on Facebook, you can do like um, fans and they can be separate. And there's, there's just different features. And so he basically said that it's very underdeveloped. And I think that's true. I think overall YouTube's trying to grow their streaming platform. They've always been just a video platform and everyone's basically trying to copy Twitch. So they are a little bit underdeveloped. Um, do you guys think anything's going to come from this? Like he's, something will actually work or they'll make it better. Or what do you guys think? 
I for sure do. Um, as big as Dr. Disrespect is, and if there's rumors that YouTube is actually paying attention to him, because knowing Dr. Disrespect, he's probably the biggest YouTube streamer out there when it comes to gaming, because 99% of, you know, the population of us are on Twitch. Because, like, I've personally probably watched less than an hour of YouTube live streams myself. Um, and he was he said he was citing problems with the way uh, YouTube handles, like, subscriber benefits and... Right. Uh, like you were saying there, you're not able to like clip moments. So like on Twitch or something, if something funny or cool happens, you'll hear them say, yo, chat, clip that. That basically they literally press a button and it makes like a 45 second segment segment of what just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently YouTube doesn't have that. And it seems like they don't have a lot, which is kind of surprising because YouTube streaming has been around for quite a few years now. Yeah. And it's it's gotten bigger. You'd expect them to maybe already have some as big of a company as they are, but it's, I was, I was surprised to hear how underdeveloped it was. Cause like I said, I don't pay much attention to YouTube streaming. Right. I think part of why it's underdeveloped is also due to the fact that YouTube got caught up in the, uh, and this is not trying to go down this path, but got caught up in the political correctness scene for a few oh, years yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Like they were like hardcore hounding a lot of the big creators on YouTube and making sure that they were staying PC with what they were saying and what they were putting out and, and things yeah. like that. They still do. And it, it, yeah. they, and they're still doing it. And I, and I wonder if, if that's part of the issue, like the resources are being put over there, which yeah. a certain level mm-hmm. of political correctness is required when you're creating content, especially oh, to yeah, the degree definitely. that say Markiplier or PewDiePie or, you know what I'm saying? Those guys yeah, like yeah. their reach and things like that. They, they have to be a little more careful. Whereas Dr. Disrespect's entire brand is just goes against mm. that. Yeah. So, um, yes. And no, um, it, it, you literally have to be 18 technically to own a YouTube account. So, I don't, that's that's where I kind of like disagree with them trying to like censor people when it comes to like swear words and stuff, because like when you sign up, it, it technically says you got to be like, I think it's like 17 and up or 18 and up to have a YouTube account with an email attached to it. So it was actually kind of upsetting for me because there were quite a few um, YouTubers that I used to watch, uh, mainly Destiny players that I watched who pretty much quit YouTube a couple years ago because um the whole demonetization thing that went on. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of YouTubers did and, and comment on that. But I think it is from that point that you just said, I think YouTube really got caught up basically trying to figure out what type of content creators they actually wanted. And in the meantime, they were working on purging the content creators that they basically didn't want there who wanted to be there, but they were trying to find ways to kind of get rid of them that didn't piss anybody off. And they were not very yeah. successful on it. But I think basically that now they're trying to get like, look, we're not going to be able to control our content as much. Maybe we need to just focus on getting a better service. They basically got caught up in figuring out what type of content they want on their page, on their site, instead of making it better for content creators, right? And so I think I think a lot of the what you just said, JT, is actually right. Is they did probably get caught up in that a little bit. They weren't making their platform better. They were working on censoring basically instead. Um, that's why I've never been a huge fan of YouTube, in all honesty, just because I, I know I know people who've been personally who've been demonetized and it just messes them up so bad. It's like, you know, YouTube courted a lot of these people to their platform. Like, hey, we want you to come here. Don't go build an audience on another platform. Build it here. Yeah, we'll help you out. And then all of a sudden they're going to change the rules and be like, actually, we just don't like you. for, And then make up, you know, make up reasons why you're banned. Like, you know, I, I know oh, there's a person that I watch um, who's actually suing YouTube currently. For, for getting strikes that actually weren't part actually weren't against their policies. They just said that mm-hmm. there were and they declared said, Hey, actually this is what your policy says and it's not actually there. So they've been demonetized and there's a lot of people like that. So it's it's interesting. It's cause it's like, you know, Doctor Disrespect got banned from Twitch, so he's going to YouTube. He really is running out of options here. So I can understand why he wants to basically get this platform working here. Um I mean it's a good here's the thing is if YouTube wants to start making their their platform better, good for them. And this is the tweet that kind of starts some of these rumors. Um, Ryan Wyatt, which is a someone who works at YouTube, he basically said, love it, good feedback, at Dr. Disrespect. We're in the lab working on some things that I think the two of us will like. And Dr. Disrespect said, sit in a room with me for an hour, your whole platform will be taken to the next level for life. Um, and I think that that's, honestly, it's a smart move for you. They need to really get away from 
we're a platform that censors creators to, hey, we're working on making it better for creators, right? Because right now, their their PR is just not good on that. The fact that if they're going to work with Dr. Disrespect, I think that'd be super good for them as far as th that aspect of it goes. So we'll see overall what exactly comes from it. Um, more places to stream is always a good thing. I'm kind of interested in some other sites kind of coming up to stream game besides Twitch and YouTube. But that's a whole other conversation in its own. But we'll see what happens out of this one. Um, something that, that I've noticed is there's a streamer on Facebook who pulls decent numbers. Um, but here recently, he has been streaming part of the week on YouTube and part of the week on Facebook. And uh, he, he tweeted out uh, earlier this week um, on one of his YouTube streams, he hit 28,000 28, viewers like consistent viewers on his stream. Like it wasn't like a spike or anything like it, it got up there and it stayed there. And which, which tells me that, that there's definitely a market for YouTube to succeed in, in becoming a streaming service. Cause I mean, they've already got TV, there's YouTube music, which they're technically streaming services in of themselves. So it, it, that's why this kind of strikes me as odd. I didn't under, I didn't know until, reading this article tonight just how not there they were with their youtube gaming thing because like freaking their biggest youtuber for a long time was a gaming channel yeah i mean i mean here's the thing right when all these other platforms twitch and facebook they're do they were doing the same thing youtube's doing youtube has a chance to kind of stop doing that crap and really step in to take because people are looking they're looking for a place to watch streams where they're not you know, their content creator is going to be there next week, right? They're worried about finding a content creator they like, and then the guy not being there, moving to platforms, having to follow the person over and over again. Like, they just want, let me go to a place where I can just watch everybody and keep it simple. And YouTube has a chance to really step in there. So hopefully they start thinking about it. We'll see. Yeah, because Twitch is quickly becoming a place where you have to be really careful unless you're doing a hot tub stream. Right, if you do a hot tub stream, <laughs> and, and, you, can do, you can do whatever you want, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's totally but, fine. But like it references hit Dr. Disrespect's ban from Twitch and it's like and and still nobody knows. That's one of the biggest gaming mysteries of, of twenty twenty, why he got banned from Twitch. Because he wasn't so, a hot tub. I guess. <laughs> he was listening so, to hot tub streams, displeased everyone. Alright, you're out. This is now a hot tub streaming service. But I just but YouTube has just such a huge audience that I mean everybody's got YouTube on their phone. Like, even those oh, who don't sure. like YouTube, they've got YouTube on their phone. Yeah, I don't know. So. I mean, we'll see. They definitely took a hit when a lot of that stuff that you were talking about was going on. Um, but like I said, we'll see, honestly. More power to them, but they can figure it out. This is, It's kind of like the Fortnite thing. Like, anytime a service figures out a new feature, other services will pick it up. So I'm all for YouTube putting some, uh, putting some money into finding out some cool features to add because everyone can learn it then. I mean, you know. Yeah, you're right. Expand those things. Let's do it. You know, Fortnite that stuff up and spread it around. So, and another segment calling, oh shit, here we go again. GTA 5's next release date has been set for <laughs> November 11th, 2021. This will be the next gen Xbox X, PlayStation, the new PlayStation, all that fun stuff. Um, Didn't we, we talk again. about I mean, recycling content? Five. Go ahead. <laughs> you heard that correctly. It's yeah. not GTA 6. It's, not it's GTA, GTA 6. 5. We're getting GTA five another time. And you know, it's, I, I don't know, honestly, I mean the, the, the graphics update that Xbox X does, and I'm sure PlayStation must have an equivalent. I haven't researched it, but I know Xbox X has gone in cause they have, they actually have a studio in house that goes in and increases the FPSs and moves things that were in 30 moves them up to like 60 and 120. I mean, I could dig a graphics update for GTA five and all honesty, but it's kind of weird that we're not getting a new game here, that they're they're re-releasing the same one, and there's no real news about GTA 6. What do you guys think about it? I feel like we've talked about this before. <laughs> like, we have, but like, it's, it's becoming a meme, sort of. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, shit, here we go again. Exactly. It's like, um, I just... It, it sucks for people who are big fans of the game, because... I personally have put hundreds of hours into GTA 5. And I quit playing that game like two years ago. And it wasn't like, uh, oh, I'm just I'm done with this shit. It, it, I just stopped playing because I ran out of stuff to do. Yeah. Right. And the fact that we still don't even have like rumors of GTA six, because yeah. that's a game I would be seriously pumped to get my hands on. I think 
I mean, millions of people would be. It would instantly, you know, make profit the two hours after it came out. Oh, and yeah, of course. I get it. Uh, GTA 5 does have a lot of replayability. And we were kind of talking about that a little bit before the podcast with like, and we've talked about it a few times on the podcast, uh, like role play servers and just custom servers and stuff. And they just keep on adding stuff over and over to the game. And I, it's, they can kind of get away with it because of, you know, how much money they have and how much money they make off the game. Um, but there's only so much you can do to make it actually different. You know, Yeah. they, they kind of make the same game, but different rules. Right. I don't know. I've always wanted to try one of those those uh, role play servers. Yeah. Just go in there and like be cancer, just because I think they'd be a ton of fun to mess with people. But I'm a horrible <laughs> person, so I don't know. Like, I would get banned so fast. Oh, dude. probably so. I'm a, I'm a criminal. Like, what are they gonna say? So fast though. But could, could isn't the whole point of like you're a criminal? So like, if I go and be a criminal, how could you get banned for being a criminal in a game where you're a criminal? Like, come on. Well, as long as you're not toxic. You would yeah. be fine, but like there are like rules and stuff like for those role role play servers. Like if if you start calling people out in in not so nice ways, the the I guess the mods of the server is that the word? Admin mod host whatever. Like if you get enough complaints against you, you'll get like IP ban from that particular role play server. Yeah. So. He hopping back in with a VPN. I told you I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. But I mean, understand GTA is like a meme at this point for how, you know, long running they've, you know, stretched GTA 5. Like Joshua said, it's got replayability. Obviously, there's still a fan base and there are still people pouring money into that game. And so, I mean, other than the fact that I I think they should at least just give us like the tiny bit of teaser for GTA oh, six. Like Here just go again. I mean, put like a long running like Easter egg tweet out that like, you know, somebody has to solve and it really doesn't even amount to much. <clears throat> like the you have to at least give the fan base something because it's it's quite obvious that people are tired of, you know, memeing GTA five for being yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, I think at this point, um, I don't even think they're actually working on it because everyone thought they were working on GTA Six when uh, Red Dead Two came out or was coming out because like they started teasing that they were working on a huge new game that everyone's gonna love, and they're like, "Oh, GTA Six," and that was two years ago. Yeah, oh. and you also got to think about GTA Five launched before Xbox One was even a thing. Back in 2013, there are kids right. that were seven when it came out that are no longer minors. This and is true. Still, That's pretty crazy. There's still, there's still not a sequel to it. See, I can't say too much about this, right? Because I'm that guy that buys Skyrim for the fish, right? Like, yeah. I'm waiting for the toaster edition. So, like, I am not the person <laughs> to comment or give an opinion about this because whatever I say would be so hypocritical. I mean, here's the thing, right? People always talk about having games that are like, we want the games that last a long time, but then you also, they're like, it's weird because like, we, we say, oh, games don't last long enough and our games are, you know, last too long. Like there is no happy medium. I think it's, it's cool that a game has lasted so it lasted as so long. And to be fair, E3 is right around the corner. So we, it's hard for us to say that E3 won't be coming out. Uh, or excuse me, Grand Theft Auto 6 won't be coming out when E3 is right around the corner. <laughs> Maybe we'll get lucky and they'll announce something finally for it. Um, but it's weird. Like, what is the right mix of, of a game running too short? Like, a Call of Duty game, I feel, just doesn't play long enough. Right? You finally get good at the game. Oh, they're already dropped the next Call of Duty. If you don't buy it, you're, you're not playing games anymore. Or, you know, a game like Grand Theft Auto V and Skyrim, where it's like, yeah, we could have used another game. Of course, to be fair to Bethesda, Bethesda has actually made a bunch of, a number of other games in the Elder Scrolls universe. Um, Blades and a card game. And, of course, Rockstar... Um, has made other games too. I mean, major games since um, Grand Theft Auto V. So, I mean, they've done other games, just not in that series. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they, they did Red yeah. Dead Redemptions too, and that was a huge game. So it's like, I don't know. What, what, what is the right lifespan for a game, you guys think? I, th I think f as far as a game finding that happy medium, uh, Destiny is a good example. Mm, Destiny okay. 1. Because Destiny, well, if you think about it, Destiny was what, a six-year game? Give or take? Uh, 
it was uh, it lasted four years. Okay, four years, supposed which last, is supposed to last two, but um, they ended up adding Rise of Iron. Um, uh, I, 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 I agree and disagree because they did push out content for that game to keep it somewhat fresh, but not consistently enough for the people who loved it like I did. Because like they they have their diehard fans. I was a huge Destiny fan, or I still am. Honestly, there was a lot of content droughts in that game. Yeah, the point I was gonna make though with that though is once they realized that like their game was like on its last leg, that was when they stopped putting out the content, and then that was when we started hearing about Destiny two. Right. Yeah. So I feel like they did a good job where like with the example you gave of Call of Duty, where Call of Duty is just a freaking money grab at this point they haven't released yeah. a really good game since maybe modern warfare 3 well i mean i think uh, Mon- i think modern warfare was great and i do like warzone i'm warming up to cold war but yeah i get what you're saying there it's basically been the same thing but it's, but it's taken us playing warzone for about a year now and took us playing Mo- modern warfare for six months finally like all right you know what this is fine um right. but well, I feel like as far as in today's games, I think Destiny is the closest thing to the model of what the happy medium could look like. I don't think they did it totally right. Like Joshua said, like you said, there were de- there were definitely content droughts and you also kind of got stuck like people like me. I had to play Destiny by myself a lot, so I never got to play the raids. Yeah, and that's actually and that's another part, too, is there's the community aspect of what keeps a game alive. I mean. Grand Theft Auto Five. It would not be the same game if it wasn't for the online section, and that's that's the truth of it. Mods and stuff have kept that game so fresh that they really haven't had to re re make a new Grand Theft Auto, like re dive into it. I'm looking at the last content that they've really dropped for it. They dropped like a small ice for Grand Theft Auto Five, but really was the grand opening of the Diamond Casino back in July 2019. Yeah, and I remember that because that was the last time that I played it. I went and checked out the casino. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. And that's been pretty much it. And maybe the point is to let it die, but maybe they're working on it. But I guess we'll see. It is pretty crazy, though. That they're, they're bringing it to another console. I mean, yeah. Do you I think they're going to just pay $60 for it again? I don't know. If it's like Skyrim, I got Skyrim for free. So I, if, they, if they do that, it's like if you own the last one, you can own it again. But I doubt that. That's, I don't think that's really Rock, uh, Rockstar's forte. I think they're going to charge probably 49 to $39 for it. That's going to be my guess. Yeah, um, when, and like JT was talking about Destiny, Destiny does have a lot of content and they push out a lot of content, but yeah. almost 90% of the time you have to pay for that content when it comes out, even though you already right. have the game. So the next thing right. you know, you've dropped $200. And that is the beauty of GTA Five, in my opinion, is they release content, though, yes, expensive and you have to put many hours into the game to get the money for it. Everything they put out DLC wise is free, 100% accessible to the person who bought the base game. That is cool. That actually is an important point too. Like that's that's pretty uh cool that they're still doing that. That's probably what they haven't done they, in a while. I mean Yeah, they make enough money off of their, you know, sponsorships and um what's the word I'm looking for? Sponsorships and just uh, eyes card. on the game. Yeah. Yeah, shark cards. That's their only micro one of their only microtransactions is just yeah. being able to buy more money in the game. Well, I guess Rockstar, go get your bread. Go release that for the next console. Get that bread. Also, Bethesda, Skyrim Toaster, looking for you. Um, <laughs> in other news, Netflix is trying to hop in the whole Apple Arcade-style game service. Um, looks like they're hopping in, um, according to an article from The Information. So Netflix is seeking to hire an executive position that will charge a video game department at the company. What exactly that looks at, we don't really know. Um, but for those who know Apple Arcade, you basically pay four ninety nine a month and get like a hundred games, like a Game Pass or something, but more based on easily streamable games and games you can download or or stream. And so, like arcade style, arcade style games. So it's really not like you're not getting. It's not like Game Pass where you're getting full on games, but it's arcade style games. And so it looks like Netflix wants part of that pie. Um, and so there's a statement from Netflix saying our members value a variety of qual and quality and content that's why we've continually expanded our offering series to documentaries film local language originals and reality tv members also enjoy engaging more directly with stories they love interactive shows like bandersnatch and you you versus wild or games based on stranger things la casa de papel and to all the boys so we're excited to do more with interactive entertainment so i'm kind of curious if these games that they're talking about is going to be based on um 
interactive game style. Like they're gonna make like a Stranger Things game to be, or you know, pushing things about the show. But it's like an arcade like two D style thing. I don't yeah. know. What do you guys? I think? I, I, I do know that uh, Stranger Things. It wasn't strictly through Netflix because it's a it's a Netflix original. But right. uh, Stranger Things did actually come out with like this <laughs> mini like arcade system. Yeah, and it was Stranger Things like eight bit game. And I'm, it's, I'm wondering if it's going to be more stuff like that, which I think would be cool, but like, I don't see, you know, tons of people paying extra money to have games on their TV. Yeah. I mean, it just depends. No, I definitely, I think it could definitely be cool. Like if there were like, uh, cause I, I watched like the Bandersnatch, uh, movie that, that interactive movie, I uh, thought it was a lot of fun. Netflix should definitely do more of those, but if they'll have like games, like pretty closely tied to the Netflix shows. I think that'd be pretty cool. Maybe I wouldn't personally, you know, buy them and play them, but I think I think that'd be cool. You know, could you imagine like a GTA ish style game based off of Outer Banks? Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> the idea is definitely there, uh, and they could they could definitely make something fun out of it if they do it right. Again, not that I don't think I'll personally, you know, play them. But I, I, I'm pulling for them on the idea. They can definitely do something cool. Because this kind of goes back to the conversation we've had. More content is better for the the consumer because it creates yeah. that competition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I really like that statement you made. Like the more you said it, the more we've talked about it, the more I've been like, yeah, this is this is good. Right. Even if it's, it's not something that I would personally do, the more content out there, the better. Like. By all means, Netflix. The more go gamers, out. the better. The more gamers, gamers rise the up. Gamers. Rise up, gamers. Oh, take, take uh, no, but seriously. <laughs> but 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 seriously, like the the more the better. I mean, the more the merrier. And if Netflix wants to try it out, it may not be my cup of tea. But maybe they discover a, something new that does work, right? A new system or a new interactive thing that people really like, and people make it take off. So it'll be pretty cool overall. I mean, I don't know if it's something. Again, I'm gonna have to see what's on it because everyone has Netflix on their TV. You're not wrong. Yeah. It pretty I much comes preloaded at this point. Right. And I don't have Apple Arcade. And like, I'm not really, that's not really my thing. But if Netflix is there and it's like, you want to play Mario real quick? I'm like, yeah, I'll play Mario real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's just that easy for five bucks a month, I might hop on. Like, why not? You know what I'm saying? So I would love to see uh, some sort of, you know, Last Airbender game just because they're getting ready to make a, li- a Last Airbender series. <laughs> um, I'm super excited for that in general. Oh I think what. What would Looking be cool, like with nice, what like what Micah said, stuff based on like the shows and things like that. I wonder if, and this is all speculation, like if they do stuff geared for like, say you had they have Moana on there right now, and your kids are like absolutely in love with Moana and they want to do more with Moana and this, this, and that, and it's just another way for them to get that fix without having to watch the two and a half hour movie. Yeah, I was about then, to say that. Oh my it's like, god. Uh, you you got the kids that watch Frozen three times a day. Yeah. It, it would give the parents a break. They could play Frozen, and it's not the same soundtrack. So my like you said, two and a half hours. Yeah. I so you got so. you, you're you're the one with the children here, Brandon. So, what, yeah. what, what are your I mean, thoughts on that? I'm thinking kids are about to rediscover bonus features on DVD. Y'all remember that bonus features on DVDs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I they, definitely remember the bonus features. A, a lot of times, kids' games would have would have games on it. And I totally forgot about yeah. that until this conversation. That's literally what they're trying to remake a little bit, right? Like they totally could. Like I remember Ice Age had a game where you had like find where's the nut at, and he had to find the acorn. Yeah. Little, yeah, little goofy things on, like that, dude. So, it's it's on JT's W key. There it is again. <laughs> Once again on JT's W key. JT's like, ha ha, this is what sadness sounds like. See, I actually, <laughs> you, you just stirred up a memory I forgot I had. Over oh. the Hedge had mini games. That's on right, the- yeah. I remember yeah. that. The Spy Kids movies mm-hmm. had uh, mini games. Oh as features. So it really just depends on what they do. There's obviously a lot of potential here for that. They may make it less interactive and try for regular games, or if they, you know, because they have a couple of nice IPs under their belt right now, they could do something like that where they make a game related to that that looks fun enough where people want to pick it up. Like I said, it's for, for a price of $5. If you just get a, a little bit of interest, people are willing to be like, yeah, it's five bucks. Let me go do it. You know, and once, once you subscribe, you're gonna stay subscribed, and that—that's kind of the—that's money to the company, dude. That's money to the—I mean, they know how to to milk those, the, milk that cow. So it'll just depend what they produce and how it goes. 
interesting to see nonetheless. So this news up here, this is up Joshua and Micah's alley right here. I have never been a huge Overwatch 2 player. Um, I guess really Joshua and Micah haven't weren't huge Overwatch players, and I think JT played a little bit too. But the three of y'all, Overwatch actually, yeah, y'all played way more than I did. So why don't you guys talk about this? They're changing up the uh, the map, or they're changing up the, the playing style of PvP to five v five, which is kind of a big change. What do you guys think about this? Why don't you go through this? So I watched. Uh, full disclaimer: I didn't watch the entire live stream, but I watched many different points of views of big. Um, overwatch streamers uh talking about it giving their opinion on it um and i did watch you know portions of the live stream myself at first like first reading it I, and i feel like this was like a the overall opinion we all first kind of freaked out when we heard they were taking away a tank and moving to 5v5 so it's one tank two dps two support Everyone kind of freaked out. They were like, that sounds like a terrible change. Overwatch was built on 6v6. Uh, you know, late late into the game, they finally uh, nailed it down to, you know, a forced 2v, uh, 2-2-2 comp. Um, and people generally, like, you know, they fell into that. They learned how to play it. It definitely developed some interesting team comps. Uh, but watching the live stream and, and looking at um, how they reworked it where... They're essentially going to make tanks more aggro, uh, giving them uh, some secondary abilities that they didn't have before, like giving Reinhardt two fire strikes, and uh, Winston gets like a secondary uh, charge that'll give him range ability rather than only being you know up close and personal, things yeah. like that. I I definitely think it has potential to be really good because I am excited for Overwatch too. I kind of have like you know fell out of playing Overwatch a little bit. Um, I mostly stopped playing it just because I didn't have too many people to play with. I felt like I would have played more if if more of us did play it. But I, I think I am actually really excited uh, for Overwatch 2, especially because it's going to have like a PvE mode that's going to have like some actual story to it. Uh, we'll obviously be getting you know, is, new heroes, new modes, things like that. Yeah. See, the story is something that a lot of Overwatch players have really missed out on and want a lot because they have their animated shorts and a lot of lore online, but not most, you know, most people aren't going to go out of their way to read and watch all right. that. Um, and see, I think Overwatch 2 was first announced either 2018 or 2019, one of those two years, and they've kind of not entirely as bad, but kind of fallen into like the Elder Scrolls 6 hole a little bit where they talked about it too soon before they're ready to release it. Because right now it's it's still looking at like mid like mid next year twenty twenty two yeah to release. I'm not sh- too sure how I feel about the five v five because um, they said like they use their you know gameplay team or whatever um, to test out how it feels and they've decided that five v five is the best because they feel like tanks can be quote unquote problematic. Um, and I can definitely understand that because there are some 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 nasty tank combos you can do in Overwatch that literally change the entire side of the game. Yeah, I think so, they were referencing how tanks can be hard to balance. Yeah, with, with for sure. there being two of them. Well, so, what's what's an example of a tank combo that's just so toxic that you have to literally play the same combo in order to counteract it? So I wouldn't call it toxic because it, it is simply just meta. There, you can't escape meta in games. There, there, people will make their own, and then it'll get popular. So people do that because it's popular. Um, they're just very strong because there are some combos that you can do that just put out you know booty tons of damage, and they still have you know five hundred health. So, um, but like Micah was saying, I I do know that they were talking like way early on when they first announced Overwatch Two that they're talking about reworking abilities almost entirely so like you know genji in overwatch 2 can be almost a completely different character from in terms of mechanics uh be a completely different character to overwatch 1 and it looks like that's pretty much how it's gonna be definitely more so for the tanks because they're reworking it to be only one tank yeah uh but but watching the live stream and watching them play 5v5 it's going to be Overwatch. It's not going to, the team comps aren't going to play quite the same, but I think it'll be a nice change of pace. I think tanks not being so much there to create space, but just um, 
you know, work with the team better and still be someone that's like they, they mentioned uh, on the live stream, you know, they don't want tanks to just be there to, uh, you know, run up to the front line, drop a shield and sit there and then just let the rest of their team, you know, let their DPS, you know, poke some, uh, you know, poke the other team down, let the supports keep everybody up while the tanks just kind of make space and, and sit there. They want the tanks to be more involved in the fight. So I, I definitely like think it'll be, you know, at least fresh. It'll be new, something new people have to learn. And so it'll it'll make the game, you know, feel new when it yeah, comes out. See, you bring it up like uh, wanting it to be fresh. And that's what they really, really need to try hard to do is to make it fresh, but still feel like Overwatch. And that's kind of a hard thing to do when you're trying to change stuff up because games been out since what? 2016 20, now. So, 16. Yeah. So six, sorry, five years and with only so many maps they only have three game types and they add a character like once or twice a year depending on how you know froggy their development team's feeling and 90 percent of the maps are only two game types so i definitely see why overwatch is definitely going stale for some people and why they're so excited for something new so let's just hope they can execute it properly yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll see how how it is and how the community responds to it. Like it's like Michael was saying earlier, some people are complaining about it, but I have a feeling that it, like you're like y'all are saying that it's going to make it fresh. So, uh, moving on to a game that got in sale for some people, but will ever be a golden game in my heart. Uh, both the Titanfall games are currently in the news because they're being plagued by uh, DDoS attacks, DDoS attacks. Uh, and for those who don't know, uh, a DDoS attack is basically a distributed denial of service attack. Um, it basically takes a website online service. It just overwhelms them with more traffic than the server or network can accommodate. Um, and the goal of that is to render the website completely inoperable. Just overload it until it crashes. And, of course, it's working. Um, the good news is Respawn is on the case here. So Titanfall players have been suffering DDoS attacks for a very long time. This is not a new thing. Um, however, looks like they're doing it again. It's a new wave of attacks. They really thought that it was over, but now it's back in the news again. And, out of all the games should be doing this too, Titanfall and Titanfall 2, I mean, I don't even know who plays the first Titanfall anymore. Like, if, if I could get a full game in the first Titanfall, I would be still playing that game, but I'd probably play Titanfall 2 once a week just to keep fresh on it. Um, but it's not a super populated game compared to all the other games. Maybe that's why they're doing it, because it's like an easier target. They know that their servers will accommodate less, so it's good for them to do it. Um, it's still highly illegal. It's still highly illegal, but I mean, at the same time, there's a lot of things that are illegal that, that hackers and things just do for funsies and they yeah. never get caught. So Response says, we are aware of the new wave of DDoS attacks affecting the Titanfall games. The team is investigating. Uh, plenty of players are replying to the official announcements to point out a similar problem with Apex Legends ranked matches, which is also suffering from DDoS attacks, although not, not as successfully. Uh, both Titanfall games have dedicated a dedicated multiplayer community, which has likely grown after Apex Legends introduced Titanfall content in Season 9. Um, on that note, there was a big internet push where basically the community just started spamming Titanfall 2 stuff everywhere, and it actually grew for the first time. Like, the community went, um, basically, like, everyone played Titanfall 2, and people were like, what's Titanfall 2? Um, I literally saw a video today of someone, it was basically a video from Titanfall 2, um, it was like Players Union or something like that, where they just show game clips. And this dude, we've got like, like, you know, a three or four kill, kill run, whatever you want to call it. And this dude's like, is this Apex? Those are Apex guns. He's like, no, it's Titanfall 2. He had never heard of the game before. Um, which just tells you that people in general, this game still actually could have room to grow, just because in general, it's a pretty fun game. It just, again, we've talked about it before, it came out at the wrong time. Um, but certainly, you're not going to grow the game if you're going to be attacked all the time by ddos attacks and this is something that really 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 bugs me as someone who plays games as a hobby and like pretty much every day is ddosers and Mm -hmm. hackers people who hack to you know aimbot whatever people do it for fun simply to ruin other people's fun and one, you're just scummy as shit if you do that. And two, a big target for people who get DDoSed are big streamers. So not only are you ruining that guy's day and his stream, which is also most likely his source of income, you're also ruining the fun for the people watching the stream as well. Like, you get off 
by ruining other people's fun. And it's, ooh, it just does not sit right with me. I want. Mm, I have a lot of things to say that would not be acceptable on this podcast. So. No, I feel it, dude. I feel it. it it's yeah, it's, so, it's, so it's a toxic type of person. It's a toxic type of person. It's like this. Yeah. I put them in the same quality as scalpers, in all honesty. Uh-huh. <laughs> Unrelated. Hit him just, with the blicky real God. quick. Hit him Let's with the blicky. Blicky, blicky. Um, blicky. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> said blicky, blicky. Smooth. A point that that Micah brought off brought up off a uh, off podcast was games like Titanfall and even Warzone are easier to do that on than like the smaller games, and it it, it just doesn't make sense why a game that big couldn't have a way to block that. Does that make sense? Protect themselves. Well, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I don't think it's as big as you think. I think honestly, the Titanfall community, quote unquote. I mean, if you if you saw the actual player numbers, um, it's it's if you ever played uh, JT, you have Titanfall too. Have you actually played it yet? I know you downloaded it. I have not played it yet because I don't like playing video games alone. Okay, I'm I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna download it tonight because I actually can play it on the computer. We're gonna play it together. But the community is small enough where you can see like chat on the bottom of it, and you can see people actually privately inviting you to games. Like it's not a huge community, so that's why I think I think it used to be. I mean, the community is fairly big for a game that's been out as long as it is, and it did not do as well as it did. Um, but I think for what it is, I think that it's actually could be considered a smaller game. Like, yeah, Respawn, Dice, those are bigger companies, but this game probably does not have a huge um, dev community, dev set of devs working on it and monitoring it, in all honesty. Right. right? Like, it's not Apex. It's not making them a ton of money right now, so they're probably just not that worried about it. The fact that they're even looking at it right now is is good on them. They're at least working on it, and I'm sure they'll get it figured out. Um, worst comes to worst, they're gonna upgrade the servers, and we get better servers out of it. This, for all <laughs> for all we know, this could be a um, from the community itself attacking itself, saying, you know, we're gonna get this in the news again just to bring it out. Because I'm telling you, some of these Titanfall uh, players are that crazy. It's, it's wonderful. I love it. Well, that kind of goes back to the old saying of "There's no such thing as bad publicity." That is true. That is Not true. Wrong. That is true. Yeah. Uh, I was told that, and then, um, yeah, no, I can go over there. Let's just say I'm banned <laughs> from three states now. Anyway, in other days, we got, we got maybe that's what they need to do with Titanfall Two is uh, because they've you know had this momentum with their community you know growing a little bit, yeah. and the way that they release it, maybe they should just like put together an official like uh, what am I trying to say here like. Like a re-release, re-release it because right. right now we're kind of in like you know a, definitely a slow you know state of games. We're like you know Battlefield Six is coming out soon. A new Call of Duty will probably be coming out later this year. Yep. You know we got some big games coming up. Yeah, but I the think middle. they're yeah we're in the yeah, middle, we're in the the middle. Right now. So because the game's already done and it failed once, but they feel like they should they could get some traction. Maybe should yeah. they should just re-release it? Be like, hey guys, remember this game? Come play it. No, and I think actually would be wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, like I said, multiple people on that video that I watched earlier were saying, "What is this game? This looks like Apex. I've never seen this before." Like, dude, it's Titanfall Two. This game was before Apex. What are you talking about? So the fact that that many people on a random comment thread just didn't even know about the game, re-release it, see what happens. Just be like, hey, boom, this game came out today, or maybe even better yet, either do a huge discount or just drop it free with a bunch of people just to see the reaction. Just like, hey. Do it U2 style, where the game just starts downloading for no reason. It just Please, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> ruin I everybody's would... hard drives. Just like, here we go, guys. Nope. Like you said, uh, nope. Uh, yeah, I've no already only got for like one, maybe two more games on my hard drive, so that would kill me. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. It's not a very big game. It's like 20 gigs. It's not huge. <laughs> hey, speaking of big games, we have a big game over here. Battlefield 6, it continues to leak. Like a leaky faucet. And I gotta I say... The dev's response to one of these leaks left me busted up laughing. Um, so one of the people who've been hacking, uh, not really hacking, but leaking a lot of stuff, they basically Data said, mining. they basically said Battlefield. It, it, it basically, they just put a bunch of bullet points. They said modern warfare, large scale, close quarter battles, 16 to 128 players, battle royale, soldiers, next level, stunning, frostbite, releases fall. They put a big picture of Battlefield. The, the literal Battlefield response was spaghetti. Noodly, slippy, good with sauce, good with garlic bread. 
is spaghetti <laughs> can be used as a decoration. Also available. And the big sign in the same exact font just says spaghetti. And oh my gosh, I saw that. I just busted out laughing. Because they're basically laughing at all these people doing leaks, right? It's like, we can't deny any of this because you're all getting this crap right. And it's kind of ridiculous. But at least they're they're, they're making fun of it. And it's it's, it's hilarious to me. Like, that wasn't the only... They've had multiple tweets that are pretty great. But honestly, so far, it looks like we got basically a mini leak trailer that's been a... uh, um, Basically, a bunch of images... Someone, of course, put the troll guy over it or the lol guy, old lol troll guy over it because you can't really see anything. Um, but someone did. Actually, I watched a video of it and took all the pictures and put it together. So it actually shows the video. Looks pretty stellar. Not going to lie. Um, but it's like I said, it's a modern warfare style game. It's set in the current or the near future. Um, and like I said, they can just not they just can't keep things intact right now. I mean, everything just keeps coming out about this game. And I don't know if that's intentional to drive hype up or it's it's just they can't keep anything in house what do you guys think in intentional or not i personally like it i think yeah. that this is how games should be teased is like you know literally through teasers you know through you know people you know finding leaks somewhere however these you know magical people do it but yeah i'm I'm all here for like because it's just you know the tiniest bit of stuff like the audio clip we listen to and and these pictures that you can kind of you know barely make out what they are but you know you see the soldiers and people running and you know it, it does it gets you hyped for it man I, I, say i hope you guys realize that uh, this is a, literally a thing it's not the most popular thing in the world not every company does it but companies literally have their employees quote unquote leak content oh, from yeah, the game absolutely. before it comes out yeah. just so they can get publicity out of it i'm all here for it i love that yeah yeah no. dude my my only the only thing that needs to make me or that i need to make me buy battlefield 6 is if the sniping is even half as good as battlefield 1 or half as satisfying right because i know not everyone will agree with me because they played the other battlefields i didn't personally touch pretty much any other battlefield before battlefield 1 came out <clears throat> excuse me um but that i thought the sniping in that game was just friggin pristine dude just the, the sound when you get a headshot watching the bullet go all the way across the map and just donk the person you're aiming at the metal oh. sound you, get, you get that yes. metal sound like, mm-hmm. oh my so God. satisfying and then they would like, roll like through, Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah, 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 yeah. The metals, yeah so, like, that you, was the best part. Yeah, you would complete like three objectives on one kill, and like Micah said, just ching, 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 just like yes, just basking in the glory again. of it all. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like people make fun of the uh, the grand th- sound, you know, ping. Yeah, it was like yeah. the same um, level of satisfaction, like a very similar sound too. And I think that's what it kind of played into it. Was everyone knows that sound, so it's like you hear that, and you're like, ah, oh, do it again. Yeah, um, if if the sniping is just half as satisfying as Battle for One, I'm sold. I have a feeling that we're we are going to see uh, more these videos and a lot of these leaks confirmed at E3 when it comes out. And when is E3 yeah, scheduled for, for sure. again? Where is that? Is it the fall or is it late summer? Pretty, I it's close by, isn't it? I have to look it up. But I know it's we're I, not we're really not that far away from it, which is why also our stories are a little slow. Like everyone's kind of holding some stuff in, waiting for E3, and. It's going to be probably pretty big. I mean, we basically had a year off of, of any real type of gaming and stuff. So I think that there's going to about or we're about to go into just a barrage of content coming out all at one yeah. time. And it's going to be insane. And I'm super hyped for it. And one of the ones oh, I'm hyped for is hype. six. Yeah, you should get hyped because it's sooner than you think. It begins June 12th through June See? 15th. Yeah. Okay. We're two weeks from now. So I mean, that's not, that's not far at all. We'll definitely be covering on that. We'll be doing, um, much as we can to cover the latest on that type of stuff. And I am super stoked for it. I'm all there for it, y'all. Stoked, bro. Stoked. Uh, and But that's it for Stories of the Week. So like I said, keep listening. We're going to be covering everything from E3 as much as we can, given our thoughts of it and trying to keep it fresh. But gentlemen, before we get out of here, is there anything else you want to tell us? This might be the last time I get to say this for a while. It's a crazy world. Go do something nice out there for somebody. Very good. Also, go read Charles Webb, JT. Joshua. <laughs> Peace, love, and happiness, dog. Okay, we got the 70s vibe going on. Not Micah, what's going on? Give me something good. Give me something not as pansy as these other two. Uh, you, you put me on the spot. Um, 
Have a nice day. Uh, forget all the people. <laughs> all right, guys. We appreciate it. Make sure you give us a uh, five star or one star. We don't really care. Just give us something on, on wherever you listen to podcasts and give us your feedback. We appreciate it. We'll catch you all next time.